hello, hello. This is the Just F and Send It podcast, the very first episode, an intro, if you will. Um, I am your host, David Baker. Some of you may know me, some of you may not. Um, some of you may know me from uh, the Sniper's Hide, um, Black Wolf Canine on Sniper's Hide, BLKWLF Canine. Um, and uh, some of you may know me as Black Wolf Dave if you're in the working dog world. Um, those of you who don't know me by that, you'll learn why in the next episode. This episode, it's sole purpose is to give you an idea of the direction of this podcast, what you're going to be listening to in the future. The next episode is going to be about who you're listening to. Uh, the next episode, I'll go into a little bit more detail of myself, my experience, my background, my lack of experience and things. Um, my interests and stuff, just so to give you a, a, a brief glimpse into what to expect from the podcast. Um, I'd like this to be the Joe Rogan experience of like redneck shit. Um, I am an avid shooter, as you obviously know, um, a competitive shooter. I worked personal protection canines, um, police canines, and sport dogs. So I divvying up what the, the podcast episodes will consist of. I'd say 80% of the podcast episodes will be uh, precision rifle oriented, whether it be training, whether it be reloading or uh, shooting competition. Uh, I shoot precision rifle series matches, guardian matches, um, regional club matches. Um, if the NRL ever came back over here to the East Coast, I would uh, shoot an NRL match. Um, and that's where a lot of this is coming from. It, there's there's a lot of podcasts in the last year and a half that have hit the internet. And they all come from different backgrounds, but a lot of them are also the same. By that, I mean the people doing the podcast. Um giving you examples uh you know i listen to all of them i like them all i love them all um i know some of the guys in, in almost all of them um you know the i guess you'd say the staple precision rifle podcast right now is the everyday sniper frank galley um a good buddy mike minchaka you know frank is a former marine scout sniper and has been training precision rifles since you know the late 90s, I believe. Um, started up down there at uh, Rivals Only with Jacob Bynum, who's like the godfather of this shit. And uh, Mike Menchaca works at Mile High and also helps with the training and does the training. He partners with Frank um, for the Mile High shooting uh, training facility, shooting school or whatnot. Um, Frank is obviously going to be you know, centering on the training aspect, making you a better shooter, your fundamentals, hammer forge fundamentals. That's what, you know, that's kind of his thing is hammer forge fundamentals and, and rightfully so because the fundamentals are, are everything uh, in shooting. If you can apply the fundamentals properly, there's nothing in shooting that, you know, you can't achieve. The fundamentals can take you everywhere. 
So um, that and throw in some wind, learning how to read wind. But anyway, um, that's, you know, he does product reviews. He does uh, interviews with different people in the industry. Um, and it's, I, I love, I, I was one of the first listeners, meaning I was probably the first person to comment. And I guarantee you, I was in the first five people to actually download an episode and listen to it. Um, because I remember when it, boom, it hit, I had already hit subscribe and I was listening to podcasts when it happened. And so I was like on top of it. Um, so I've been listening since the beginning. Uh, I'm also a, a very, um, active Sniper's Hide, uh, member, which Sniper's Hide is our, it's our holy grail of internet websites. If you're into the precision rifle, um, Frank does an awesome job with Sniper's Hide as well. Um, and I thank him for it. Um, then you've got, you know, the modern day sniper, that's their new one. It's, um, my really good buddy, Phil Vallejo. You know, if I was doing this podcast last year, about this time last year, me and Phil could have, uh, recorded a podcast cause he was here. He came and shot the guardian with me and stayed here at the Casa and we, we kicked, had a good time. Um, but him and Kalen Wojcik, uh, they're both former Marine Corps sc- scout snipers and scout sniper instructors. You know, both of them compete. You know, Phil a lot, he competes a lot. And, and if you're in precision rifle and you're not under a rock, you know who Phil is. Um, and Kalen is a, an amazing shooter as well. You know, they are also, you know, their podcast is going to be a very, you know, current day active sniper oriented podcast along with the competition side, the training side and stuff. So they're still coming to you from a, a trainer's point of view, an instructor's point of view. I am not an instructor. <laughs> You'll soon find that out. Um, you know, then you have, let's see, the Long Range Pursuit podcast. They definitely have their niche in the market and with the Long Range Hunting podcast. Um, the, you've got Tyler and Ray with Max Ordnance podcast, which are, they're great. They're great people. Um, their content's awesome. Uh, you know, if, if I had to pick a podcast that mine is going to be closest to, I would say it's going to be them simply because of Ray. Ray is what she likes to call one of the, the common folk. Um, and that's kind of the in precision rifle. So that's kind of where I'm coming from as well. You know, my podcast is going to be really, I, I am one of your peers to the average listener to listen to me right now. Okay. I'm what I refer to myself as. And I guess this is an insult, but the ultimate mid-pack shooter. You know, I'm not going to be scaring anybody from, you know, first place. Uh, but I'll scare the shit out of whoever's in the middle. So, it, you know, that's just where I'm at in my career. And, you know, you can't be mad at where you are and whatever endeavor you're doing when you truly consider the amount of time that you are or you aren't putting into perfecting that craft. Now, I have a four-year-old, full-time job, business owner. Um, it's, you know, time's tough. When I get away when I can and do what I can. I do a lot of dry firing up in my reloading room where I am currently recording from. Um, but, you know, as far as putting rounds in the wind, downrange, I could do a lot better. So I can't be, I can't be too mad at where I'm at, but... You know, we'll get into a little bit about where I am in my career, and I promise you there's plenty of people who can correlate with me and, and know exactly where I'm at. Um, as you could probably already tell, 
and you will see the effects of this. You know, I am diagnosed ADHD, you know, and a touch of dyslexia. So if there's a rabbit trail to go down, I'm going to find that fucker and I'm going to go, you know, full steam ahead down it and hopefully get right back on the path. Uh, my wife has to, you know, hey, go ahead, let's wrap it up. Let's get to the let's get to the end of whatever story I'm telling because that's the way my brain works. Um, so, which I think is great for podcasts. Means I'll you know I'll never be short on content. Um, but anyway, so I you know I want this to be a journey for myself. It is a journey for me, but also for you guys, like you're coming along with me. So there are going to be things that I know that I have battled with that maybe you do too. And maybe I have figured out a way to, uh, you know, overcome or to address that issue properly to make it no longer an issue. And that's, that's the name of the game, isn't it? So, or it's, hey, I'll be, hey, I'm having a problem with this. What do you guys think? And then I want you guys to comment either on the Podbean app or on my Instagram page. Um, which is uh, just underscore FN, the letters FN underscore send it. It's all one word, um, send it. Um, so go follow me over there. That way you can um, you know, stay abreast of what's going on with the podcast, announcements of when episodes are going to be dropping, um, pictures and little video content I'm going to do that kind of go with the, uh, the podcast. Um. You know, I have all plans to do kind of pre-match workups uh, or, you know, briefs of the type of match I got coming up, the my game plan for that match, the gear I'll be using, the caliber I'll be using, because I've got, I shoot an AI, and we'll have a, a, probably multiple episodes dedicated to just AI shit, because AI is awesome. I love my Action International. Um, but I've got tons of calibers to shoot on that gun. So, you know, we'll get, you know, and I'll go into why I'm choosing that caliber in particular for that particular match. So, um, and then do after action reports after the match is done, whether it be in the vehicle on the way home or, or after I get home and, you know, just kind of like a hot wash of, you know, how the match went, what I did wrong, what I could have done better what I'm going to work on for next time. How am I, what am I going to do to make sure that whatever I fucked up in that match, I don't fuck it up again, or at least mitigate how many times I fuck it up. Right. So nobody's perfect. I don't care what kind of training plan you got. You know, everybody's got a plan to get popped in the mouth. Right. So, you know, it's, if you don't look introspectively to yourself and, and identify your shortcomings, like, man, I've got to get better at reading the wind. I've got to figure out how to get into my position quick enough so I'm not burning up the time uh, in getting stable for, uh, you know, whatever shot that's really fucked up and, and horrible um, positioning and stuff. You know, I got to figure out how to get in and out of that position. Um, I got to figure out how to get my natural point of aim on something silly, some silly prop that a match director decided to use. I've got to figure out, you know, how to uh, manage a recoil off of a, a cattle gate or something like that, you know. And then, because if, if you if you don't if you don't look at yourself and then figure out a game plan, how are you ever going to get better? The answer is you're not. You're not going to get better. 
you're going to go to the next cattle gate and do the same shit and miss as, as just as many, if not more, right? So you got to figure out a game plan and all of this stuff and how to overcome those obstacles and, and to lessen your weaknesses in like, oh, okay, bam, it's a skill stage. I got this shit. And then you kill skill stage. Well, you need to do a rooftop like that. You need to have a tank trap to be like that, to where you make all of these things that you may frequently shoot in, you need to, like, I'm going to make it my bitch because I'm going to, I'm going to train this. Uh, I'm going to do my best to perfect it and go on from there. These are things that I want to go over in this podcast with you and then you to, to interact with me and either the comments and I'll address comments. There's Q and A. I don't know if you've got any questions for me and feel free to ask. Um, but you know, this is going to be more so I want you to feel like you're along with me because I'm pretty sure there's tons of other people who struggle with the same things that I do as a shooter and then, you know, want to, to better yourself at those things and, and vice versa. Hey, if we're talking about a certain subject and it doesn't sound like I've got it figured out, please, by all means, comment and tell me what it is you're doing to, you know, that like, Hey, look, I had the same problem. This is what I did to fix it. Bam, bam, bam. And now I'm, I'm killing these stages. I look forward to these kind of stages. Um, and, and look, I'll, I'll, I'll call you out. I'll be like, Hey, look, I appreciate to, you know, so-and-so for hook, hook me up with a great idea to do that. Or if it's in reloading, like, man, I'm having a problem with whatever. I, I can't even think of a real reloading problem, but you know, and then you're like, Hey, look at that. I was doing that too. And I, did this with my die or I did, you know, I tried seating it out, whatever. And I'd be greatly appreciative of that. So, and the things that I pick up along the way, um, you know, of course I'll be sharing with you guys as well. Um, but you know, it's, it's going to be also in this podcast, I don't want to be, you know, handcuffed to a time, whether it be too little or too much. I may have a third, this may be like a 30 minute episode tonight. But granted, this is just an introductory episode, so I understand that if I did that. But, you know, it's, I don't want to be like, oh, well, I've got, you know, we're at the 58-minute mark. You know, let's wrap it up. No, this conversation's good. If we got a good topic, let's roll. Like, let's keep it moving. And then if it's an hour and a half, two hours into it, great. You know, that's just, you know, more content for you guys. And, you know, I want you guys to feel like, you know, you're you're in here with me or you're in the truck with me headed to a match and you know maybe you're on the way to a match you know when you're listening to it you know and it gives you ideas of things to think about you know before your your mindset you know your head game has got to be you know that's my big we'll go into this more in detail in the next episode because i guess that then kind of falls under the category of who i am and what i'm dealing with as a shooter but you know, my mental game, if you've shot, <laughs> if you've shot a match with me and I know I've got two guys in particular that are listening to this and maybe three that they're like, holy shit. Yes. He's telling the truth. But it, if you shot a match with me, it didn't take you very long to see like, man, this guy can shoot. And then holy shit, that guy's a dumbass <laughs> because you know, my, and I, I really feel it's my ADHD and dyslexia things backwards and stuff. Um, my mental game is my nemesis. 
I am my own worst enemy. And I know I'm not alone in, in that. I know that the mental aspect is what is what handcuffs a lot of shooters because it's the most difficult part of shooting. You can teach any monkey to pull a trigger and run a bolt and, and maybe balance a rifle on something. But it, I mean, it really takes a strong mindset to really excel in this sport because uh, it's such a mental sport. I mean, it's like 80% mental, 20% skill. I mean, that's, that's just honest. You know, um, I was a collegiate level golfer. I played golf from the time I was shitting green in diapers until October of 09 when I went to the military. And I haven't picked up a club since. Um, but before that, I was, I played one year in college golf before I joined the military. And all through high school and all through college, all of my coaches told me, David, you have the talent to go beyond this level, but you won't because of your mindset, because of your, you don't have the mental game nailed yet. And I was like, ah, that's bullshit. I'm just not good enough. And looking back, I mean, yeah, I was, because I had some real moments of greatness in my little podunk North Carolina golf career. But, you know, it's what held me back is the the mental aspect and when i tell you some things you're gonna be like holy shit that completely 100 percent parallels with what we do and what we experience as precision rifle shooters you know i'd get i'd you know pull one shot dead left and you know put it out of bounds right so if you know golf if you go out of bounds it flies out of bounds you have to sh drop from where you are and then take two-stroke penalty and hit again, right? If you've seen 10 cup, you know what I'm talking about. The last hole when he keeps dunking to the water and all that shit. Yeah, that's what's the rule, okay? I would do that. And that me pulling that, I could have had a, I could have been, you know, three under par, four under par up until that hole, and then that happened, and there was a mental blow-up. Well, you know, the same exact shit happens that I know to me, and it's got to be for everybody else, that, are in the same boat as I am, you know, you could have a great stage, a couple great stages, and then bam, you forgot to dial your dope on, or, you know, the wind was doing something that you weren't seeing and you eat dick on a, on a stage. And then what's the next stage going to be like? What's the next shot going to be like, right? You miss and you have no idea where your impact was. You definitely didn't hit the target. You saw no splash. You saw no, um, you know, you saw no bullet trace. You, you saw nothing. It's like the world swallowed your bullet. Well, fuck, what do I do? Like, do I hold more wind? Do I, is my dope right? Is my rifle okay? Is my, is my ammo shooting like it's supposed to? Those are things that cross your mind. Now, what's your next shot going to look like? Right? Okay, let's say that was your second to last shot and you got a seven on the stage. All right, you got a seven out of ten on that stage. Your next stage is the the last three shots that you missed. Is that was is that what's gonna influence your next stage? Because well, in the past it has me. You know, and then boom, it's you know, pissing up the wind. Um, and it, it happens, you know, this, this game is a huge, it's a huge mental game and it's a huge mind fuck. Um, and 
you know, I'm not saying, I don't think I'm saying anything that you guys haven't thought yourself or haven't heard from somebody else. Um, you know, but there's a, and I'm going to, I'm going to cover it in more detail in a, in a future episode, but there's a book called uh, The Secrets of Mental Marksmanship. It's by two, the two authors, um, I forgot their last names. It's uh, Keith and Linda, something I should have prepared better. They um, are competitive shooters. Keith is a former, I think, Canadian sniper, um, but he's shot with and trained and, and coached the Canadian military marksmanship team. Um, and Linda's been crushing shit her whole life in competitive shooting as well, all different types of disciplines. Um, but they have a mental program, and it's all laid out in detail in this book. Even your training, they even give you ideas and tips and tricks in your training how to best utilize your time, your ammunition, your effort, your strength, everything, how to best use that to better yourself. And a lot of the stuff they say would actually surprise you. It's a little, it sounds a little counterintuitive. Read the book. If there's any book that I've ever read that helped me with anything, not just shooting, but any book that made more sense to me. Let me tell you something about this fucking book. I swear to God, when I started reading it and got into like chapter five-ish, six, something like that, I was like, was this motherfucker hiding in the bushes in my last match watching me shoot and taking fucking notes? But did he, could he read my mind? Because it was like he was, my, every, everything was in the book except my name and picture. You know, it was like it was written for me. And I know if that's the case, I know it wasn't written for me, but if that's the case, then that means there must be a lot of people that deal with these things, this this mental part of the of the game. And this is, I have not shot a match since reading this book. I have a match this weekend. It's my first uh, two day of the year. Um, it's going to be the Frontline Fury at my home range at Frontline Defense in Warrington, North Carolina. Paul Smith is the owner and match director. Uh, it's an amazing facility. Um, if you're anywhere near North Carolina, you should come shoot a match uh, there at Frontline. Um, he's a great match director. It's always a good match. Uh, great prize tables, but I mean, believe me, the last I was excited about getting a koozie a couple times, a few matches. But you know, um, it, it's it, I haven't shot an, a match since reading this book, and I'm really excited for this this weekend's match because I feel like I have more weapons in my arsenal to shoot better. So because of the mindset that I'm going into this weekend and the pre preparation uh, before this weekend that I've been doing and will be doing between now and Saturday, um, you know, it's been uh, a, a very eye-opening experience reading that book. Um, you know, well, I feel like another rabbit trail. Um, <laughs> I, we'll get into the book deeper in another episode. Um, as far as the working dog portion, uh, I train police canines, personal protection dogs, sport dogs. Um, my, I'm like the token canine guy on Sniper's Hide. Um, I always get questions all the time, which I love. I love helping people, uh, especially given that these aren't dog people. These are, these are precision rifle folks. These are shooting gun guys that are getting interested and they have questions and stuff. I love being, 
being a, a no, another gun guy um, that can help them and, uh, and give them whatever advice I can or, you know, helping guys if they're trying to acquire a dog, what to look for, where to go, who to stay away from. You know, I, I really enjoy it. But, um, you know, my, my sport club is uh, Misfit Canine in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Uh, I know a couple of those guys are going to be listening to this, and uh, they don't know it yet, but a couple of them are going to be on this podcast in uh, the near future. Um, I haven't really ran it by them yet, um, but I know they're going to be down to do it. They're going to be boosted. So um, those guys are my brothers. Um, I'm the token white guy. Like it's, it's amazing. It's so much fun. I, I would literally stab somebody in the neck with a knife for those guys. Those are my brothers. Those are family. And they know that they're family. I know they do the same for me. They've seen my son grow up, you know, from the time he was born until now. They they love always jokes. Um, it's always a good time. But let me tell you something about Misfit Canine. I dare somebody to try to tell me, try to convince me that there's another club in the United States that had some of the had more stronger, harder pipe hitting motherfuckers in their club. Those dogs in our club, and I'm talking about the dogs. I ain't talking about the dudes. Definitely not the dudes. The dogs. The dogs are the the hardest dogs I believe I've ever worked. There's been quite. I've worked quite a few pipe hitting sons of bitches, and you know most of them came out of my club. And they, you know, when they see when someone in the working dog community, especially in the sport dog community, that sees a dog that's stamped eight with uh uh, misfit canine they know what they're expecting they know what to expect out of that dog they know that dog would better be a absolute monster and they are with control you know the the, the obedience that my guys have in my club there i mean they they actually do put the obedience ahead of the bite work which the bite works always the fun stuff right so you know they've got their priorities straight They've got a training program up there that's great. I mean, I, I wish I had a, a precision rifle program and people here like I do with working dogs up there. Um, we've got it figured out up there. We don't, we're doing it right. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have episodes um, with Misfit. I'll probably go up to Maryland. Uh, I go up there quite often, and, and I'll, I'll record a podcast up there with those guys over some beers. Um, but, uh, it's, it's a good time up there and, you know, working dogs will always be a passion in my life. Um, even when I'm not doing it, I've got, uh, I've got a shit back and precision rifle seems to agree with my back more than, you know, working a, you know, 90 pound band dog or a hundred, you know, 30 pound Cane Corso, um, and, or a 70 pound Malinois hitting me at 28 mile an hour. Um, you know, my back tends to frown on those things and I feel it for about a week. So, um, yeah, I kind of stepped away from the working dog world as far as decoying for a while. Um, but you know, I'm still in the community and, uh, you know, I still love it. It's still a passion of mine, but you know, uh, the podcast, I want it to be, I am one of you. I am coming to you as an equal. Uh, what I want out of this podcast is for us to help better each other. Me uh, trying to put it out there 
and bring up the co the topic or the conversation. And then, hey, you guys hit me back in the comments and stuff. Um, it's going to be great. I'm going to have uh, uh, Phil's already down to do the podcast. He's excited about it. Um, Frank already said he'd love to come on. I'm going to his um, treadproof class in October in Tennessee. Uh, and I'm super boosted about that. I've been wanting to take Frank's class. Yeah, it's the fundamentals, the PR1 class, but, you know, there's guys out there that have been doing this for 15 years that I believe you could take one of Frank's or one of Phil's classes and it'd be the PR1 class, and they could walk away either with something refreshed or with something they didn't know or a different um, point of view or, you know, a different way to look at it to, to accomplish whatever task. So, you know, I am really excited about taking uh, Frank's class now that he's coming to Treadproof. It's like a 10-hour drive for me, um, and so that's not that bad. That's better than flying out. Even though Colorado's got the wind. Like, I, I want to do a Colorado class. When he does a PR2 class, um, he gets a mover, a new mover out there and, and, and decides to, to put on the uh, PR2 class again, that's when I'm going to go out there because – you know, the wind, you can't replicate that. Tennessee, you ain't got shit for wind. North Carolina, we don't have shit for wind. Yeah, we may have a windy day, but that's our windy day is a normal day out there in Colorado or out there in Oklahoma, Texas, Nebraska, Kansas. You know, all you guys, y'all are y'all are y'all are my heroes shooting some of that wind y'all shoot. Um, you know, we don't have that here. In the East Coast, uh, specifically southeast. You know, where we lack in wind difficulty and sometimes distance difficulty, we make up for in short part times, small targets, fucked up positions. So where you may go to Oklahoma match and it may be like, what, 65, 70%, 75% prone, long range, you know, 1,200, 1,300, 1,400-yard targets, you're not going to get that here in the southeast. You're going to get, you know, the exact opposite of that in positional. So we're going to have 75% positional and, you know, one, one and a half MOA targets out to, you know, six, seven, 800 yards, you know, positional because we just don't have wind. You know, there's no big fans you can cut on to just make, you know, make artificial wind and stuff. So, you know, the Southeast, we make up for it in other ways, but, I'll be honest with you. I'd rather I'd rather shoot what we got here rather than the stuff you guys do out west because in the Midwest, that wind is just brutal. And it's you know it, I will say this though at least there it's full value most times and it's consistent here. Between shots, it's going complete ninety degrees or one eighty degrees. Uh, so um, the direction is never full value. It's never constant. It's three mile an hour. It's six mile an hour, and then nothing within 15 seconds so and that's what makes the difficulty and it's normally that quartering to that 11 o'clock to two o'clock bullshit that you know you never know exactly what it's going to do switching back and forth between 11 and 2 and that's the only win we deal with that's more of a pain in the ass rather than super difficult um but anyway yeah we'll go over um we'll go over a lot of things with a lot of different people uh who else um Mike Menchaca wants to come on. Uh, I've got Sam Burns talking to him today, and he wants to come on. Uh, Sam Burns, if you know who he is, he's the owner of Accuracy Obsession. Uh, if you've ever seen the little uh, thumb rest for Action National Rifles, yeah, that's him. 
Um, he does multiple products, but you know his flagship product now, which he just went live last week for the pre-order, is the Accuracy Obsession chassis for um, AIAWs, AIATs, and AXs. Um, I have one of the prototypes here. I was uh, one of the first guys to get one. Um, I think there's like, well, he had three prototypes. His, one of the team AI guys, and mine. And I'll tell you something. I love my AI. It made me fall in love with this rifle even more. It's It just completely changed everything uh, about the way that rifle shoots. And, you know, we'll... I'll have him on. You know, he's a very avid shooter as well. He's doing this whole thing. Let me tell you something about Sam. As much as I love AI, Sam supports AI shooters more than AI as far as the things that shooters have been trying to ask for uh, from AI forever. You know, Sam is doing his best to fix those things himself, in, you know, his own in his own way and in, in his own rendition of, of whatever in his chassis I'm telling you he knocked it out of the park you know I, I do not feel at any disadvantage shooting the AI anymore than anybody shooting a you know an impact action in a foundation stock or a MBT ACC my chassis is it can do anything and everything I want it to do now you know it like I said in the, one of the videos a review video I did it it keeps everything about an AI that you love and then gives you more, but gets rid of all the shit you hated. So like the ergos, the way it wrote a bag or not being able to fit into portholes or, you know, too short or anything like that, gone. Like it's it's a complete custom chassis designed directly for competition shooting and by a shooter. So he shoots matches just as much as anybody else does. So he really did this so that he could just have one himself. But is he wants to, you know, basically sell as many as anybody wants and to that way they can have the same thing that he has. But, you know, he did it. He's like, hey, look, if AI won't do it, I will. And so he, he, he did this. He's an engineer by trade. So, of course, you know how engineers are. Their brains all work the same, mad scientist shit. Um, but you know, it, he, he wants to come on the podcast. He wants to talk about the chassis, probably some and stuff. Uh, but I think he really wants to come on as a shooter, which is great. I think he wants to come on because he knows rifles are great. Rifles are important, but shooting and using those rifles is the center focus of who he is in this. And that's awesome. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm about. That's what I want this whole podcast to be about is, improving as a shooter together you know me and you the listener however we can interact i'd love to do that um you know if there's hey look if there's people who want to come on the podcast that or you know somebody hey look i think this person would be a great guest and, and i spoke with them and they'd be down to do it look send them to me and and we can talk about it because i'd be very interested so you know like i said i think i mentioned in this one i recorded this shit earlier today in my truck it was perfect, except the audio was shit because I was in my truck and my truck has mud tires and it sounded like a tractor trailer beside me. So I'm having to re-record this in my reloading room tonight. Um, but, you know, um, again, there's a rabbit trail that I don't remember where I was going with it. Um, you know, it's you send me somebody and I'd, I'd love to have them on and we can, you know, you know talk about 
the different aspects. I won't. Oh, I remember what I was gonna say. Shit. Uh, I I'm a big Joe Rogan experience podcast fan. I love the I love the his format, um, and the way he does it. The way his it's a conversation. That's the way this is going to be. This isn't some heavily edited. If you're wanting a heavy, heavily edited and produced podcast, you are listening to the wrong one. This is not it, okay? One, because I'm computer retarded. Two, because I don't know how to do it. Three, because I don't want to do it. Um, hence, this whole little fuck up me and I remember where I was going. It's going in the podcast because this is coming out to you live. Like, it's it's not getting edited. Um, but, you know, I want it to be a conversation between me well, with you coming along, but me with, you know, anybody in this game. Yeah, if you've got some interesting stuff or some stuff that can help me or help the you know you the listener, you know I'll have you on or you know just see where the conversation goes. If I've got you know Joe Blow you know PRS champion shooter on or uh, whatever precision rifle you know trainer or uh, instructor on, you know if we end up talking about beer, great. I love beer. I'm a big craft beer IPA guy. Like I love beer. We can talk about beer. That's where the podcast can go. But, you know, we'll, we'll keep it precision rifle, but it doesn't have to just be that. It can be we're people talking here, you know, and I do definitely want to keep it interesting for you guys. I'm like, fuck, what is he talking about? And then, boom, click it, turn it off uh, or go to something else. But, you know, I, I want to keep it interesting. But, you know, people have different interests that share the same interest as me, you know, whether it be someone that's in the canine world with me. But, hey, they're they're, you know, Starting to tattoo. You know, I love tattoos. I've got, you know, tons of tattoos. Let's talk about tattoos, you know? So that's where we're going to go. Um, uh, if you're looking for more updates and stuff on this, you know, the two places to really find any information is going to be my Instagram account. And then the, I have started a thread on Sniper's Hide. If you're a member there. If you're not a member there, go to snipershide.com. Go to forums. Register. Get your screen name. And, you know, be a contributing member there. Don't go there for the PX. Don't for all the stuff, the for sale threads and stuff. You go there because you will learn there. You will grow there. You Look, let me tell you something about Sniper's Hide. And this is something I've thought about mentioning on this podcast since I really cooked up the idea to even do this podcast. Sniper's Hide is an amazing place. The reason why is because of the people that are on it. You can find a a legit professional in what really whatever you want to on Sniper's Hide. You know, there's a few members on there. Like, it's scary knowing some of the people that are on there. And Theus, I know you're listening to this. You're one of them, dude. Uh, Theus is a good buddy of mine. Uh, if you're on Sniper's Hide, you know who Theus is. Um, owner of Hoplite Arms with the Hoplite Rifles. Um, but also because he is probably the scariest person on the planet. Why do you ask? Because just say something common asshole and he's going to, you know, tell you, you know, that's a nice blue checkered shirt you're wearing. How's that latte tasting, you know, fucker. And you're sitting there in your, your gay ass, you know, blue checkered shirt and drinking a latte and you're like spitting everywhere because this guy's sort of watching you. This guy's crazy. It's pretty scary. Uh, don't piss Theus off. Okay. Um, cause he'll probably end up like stealing the, you know, the title to your home and, you know, giving it to some homeless guy and you're now you're homeless. Um, it's, it's pretty scary, but you can find people of all different walks of life. It's amazing. 
it's the, the correlation in precision rifle shooting and everything else. Like, there's a big influx of people who shoot precision rifles that also race motorcycles. Like, I used to race motorcycles. I don't anymore. But I realize in the shooting community, specifically precision rifle, there's a lot of people who race motorcycles, like track days or actually race raced, uh, number on your bike, there's a winner and there's a loser uh, type racing. Um, there's a lot of, I don't know what that is. What is the correlation between racing motorcycles and shooting guns and shit? But anyway, there's, there's, there's so, such a vast array of people on the hide and it's an awesome place. You can have a conversation with 50 other people in any given thread about any other topic. It's pretty cool. It's a pretty amazing place. Um, so if you're not a member yet, go to Sniper's Hide, join up and, and get you an account there and contribute. Um, don't be shy. Do a mem- member's intro you know, thread. Introduce yourself. If you've never shot anything past 100 yards, great. Now's the time to start. And, and here in, in Sniper's Hide is where you can get a lot of info to help you be successful. That's also what I want this podcast to be. I want it to be a resource to help coming from someone like you. I'm not going to tell you anything that's a fix for anything that's not a fix. If I don't know it, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to sit up here and blow smoke up my ass and yours and make you think that I'm somebody that I'm not. If I don't know, I'm y'all going to be the first ones that I tell. Um, but if it's something I figured out and you know, then I, you know, I want you guys to know cause you, someone else out there, out there may be experiencing the same thing that I am. And so, you know, that's where, that's where the podcast is going to go. That's what it's going to be. That's going to be the feel of it. You know, it's, you know, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's going to be a journey. Like I said earlier, it's going to be a journey. Um, who knows where this podcast will be in a year. Um, you know, maybe I will get somebody to make me some kick-ass intro music or something. I'm not doing it. I might go, you know, that's about as good as you're going to get from me. Uh, if someone else does it, fine. I'll throw it up here and figure out how I can play it before I start talking. But um, this is, I want it to be a conversation. Um, I'm going to be doing some podcasts in vehicles. I'm going to try to make the audio as good as possible, guys. You're going to have to bear with me if I'm in my vehicle because I'm in my vehicle a lot. If, you know, the mood strikes and I need to do, I want to do a podcast or I got got somebody with me in my truck that we're doing a, a joint podcast or whatnot, you know, I'm going to try to, you know, somehow rig up a microphone to my phone. My truck is, the microphone is too good, so it picks up so much of the background noise yeah you can edit that i'm not doing it uh it picks up so much road noise and stuff like that yeah that's why i didn't release the podcast earlier today with the episode that i recorded but you're actually working out pretty good because this one already at this point is about 14 minutes longer than the other one so we're here creeping up on the 43 minute mark um but anyway you guys stay tuned place to find me instagram just underscore effing underscore send it uh then the snipers hide blk blk wlf k9 um and search uh just effing send it podcast in the search function and my thread should pull up i just started tonight um basically sharing the instagram video that i made last night you know releasing the 
well, I guess making the announcement for this podcast. So uh, anyway, I think I'm going to wrap it up here, guys. Um, next episode is going to be more so about my history, whatever, and then that'll be the last time this shit's really centered about me um, because I know you guys don't want to just hear about me. I want to hear about you guys. You guys comment and or send me messages on Instagram. Let me know what you're talking about, what you're what you're working on. You know, you know what kind of gear questions you've got. I'm a big gear junkie, so you know I'm not a you know big huge gear reviewer like you know people like Frank are and saying um, uh, John McQuay. You know those guys are real the pro gear review guys, but I'm just one of you that likes playing with nice things. So um, you know if you got any questions, hit me up. Uh, episode two should be coming up sometime soon. I might be able to get episode three in, which would be a pre-match thing for this weekend. Today's Tuesday. Uh, the match is Saturday, so hopefully I can squeeze both those episodes in this week. Don't expect to get three episodes a week because it, it probably ain't happening. Um, good chance most episodes will get recorded on Monday night, and uh, my wife watches The Bachelor and Bachelorette on Monday nights. Gives me time once the little man goes to bed. I come up here in the real in room and knock podcasts out. So anyway, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you listening. If you listened this far, I owe you a beer. Um, stay tuned for episode two, and we'll keep it moving. Peace.